to, uh, and I have. Uh, he sent me, he sent me Kool Aid. So the Dark Gore, I got this today. In in a a guy drove up in a in a black. It looked like the A Team van. He he drove up and he said um, here, and he hands hands me this drink. He says refrigerate this until nine o'clock. So I do. Um, and then. Uh, you know, get it out for the show. So I have this glass of, I guess it's Kool-Aid. And at 9.30, uh, John Silver from The Dark Order. We'll talk to him for a little bit. Uh, they're in a fatal four-way for number one contendership for the AW Tag Team Champions. But we're going to find out if I should actually drink this tonight. By the end of the night, should I drink The Dark Order Kool-Aid? Vanessa, your your thoughts on that? Hey, oh, we're good. Oh, excellent. Perfect. Let's go right over. This is why I love to be live, Vanessa. I know I messaged you on Discord. But you didn't yeah, catch I it. saw it, but then I heard Mr. Silver. How you doing tonight, sir? I'm good. How you doing? Oh, we're doing great over here. Doing phenomenal. Um, I actually, uh, during this whole pandemic gimmick, uh, I had to choose to stay home with my youngest daughter and, and all that fun stuff. Um, but they still keep me on the books at work, uh, work in the school system and my wife had today off and she'll have Tuesday off. Uh, so I actually went into work today. So I work with children with autism and, uh, so I went back to work today. So that was exciting and different and weird. But, uh, other than that, I'm doing fine. Um, but, and we're here and we're live. So it's all good. Live. Live. It's the only way to do it. And uh, we were talking about beards earlier. You have a phenomenal beard yourself. I do. Yeah, it's a little, it's quite longer than mine. Um, Yeah, a little bit, yeah. I sadly uh, shaved mine at least once when this whole pandemic started. Then I I stopped. I I almost shaved it this morning because I was going into work and some of the kids that I have to work with um, are aggressive and I was afraid that they may... I wasn't afraid because it doesn't hurt. If you grab, you you probably know if you grab the beard and yank on it, it doesn't uh-huh. really hurt so much. But sometimes they grab up here and pull, and that hurts. Yeah. And I almost yeah. shaved it, but I didn't. So, but anyways, what's that? I feel you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we're excited to have you on. Uh. And we'll get to the the dark what you're doing now with the dark order stuff and uh, what happened last night. So I was really excited to see what happened last night. We'll definitely get to that. Um, but my first question is: you you started quote unquote training, getting into this wrestling thing at the age of fourteen. Um, did you have those arms at the age of fourteen? Because they're they're <laughs> extremely muscular, as Joe Rogan would say. Uh, no, I mean, I definitely, uh, have, uh, gained some weight, <laughs> gained some size. uh, arms have always been like my thing that have grown the best, my arms have. So even like as a 14 year old, I had strong or I had big arms for a 14 year old, but I they definitely weren't even as close to what they are now. Yeah. Uh, were you athletic in high school? Yeah. So I, um, I played soccer and I played well, and I wrestled in uh, in um, uh, high school, and uh, I was really good at wrestling in high school. Um, <laughs> so, and 
plus so my high school wrestling team was at the time i don't know how they are now but we were six-time county champions uh i was a freshman and i wasn't on varsity uh because we had two people that were seniors that were like county champions so it was like you're not gonna at my weight class so you're like you're not gonna outdo them we're not you know unless i was like a freaking complete prodigy and destroyed them uh so i they wanted me to go up to varsity but they wanted me to drop some weight and uh i was just not into that so but um i was good at uh i was a good wrestler i was pretty decent decent at soccer and then uh actually when i started training for wrestling then uh i kind of quit everything else yeah um soccer intrigues me because uh, your kicks are extremely vicious so running a lot yeah. of stamina uh in in soccer that makes sense that makes sense to me so um uh, i went past the question something i always ask first wrestling memory um not like not like an aha moment because not everyone has an aha moment like oh i want to i want to go wrestle but what, what what's your first wrestling memory was was wrestling on in your house as a kid yeah, yeah. So wrestling was always on. Uh, I'm trying to think like first memory. I mean, I definitely I'm 29 years old, so Attitude Era was like me as a kid. Right. Um, so I think like the first real memories are more so of like um, uh, like the team like USA versus Canada with the Heart Foundation, you know? Yeah. So like. I remember that early. I remember uh, Stone Cold and, you know, the first real, like, big thing for me was, like, uh, the WrestleMania, was it third? No, 14? With, um, in Boston. Yeah. Was that, with, was that uh, in Boston? Yeah. It was John Michaels. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, that was, and it was like, that was, like, the peak of my childhood of, like, wrestling watching. Yeah, that was, um, I believe that was WrestleMania 14. I believe it was in Boston. Um I'm a little older than you, but I do recall that uh, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, but you did you did get started like quote unquote training for wrestling at the age of fourteen, correct? Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. And uh, how does that even come about? Like, I I mean, at fourteen, I was hell. I don't even know what I was doing at fourteen, but it wasn't training. It wasn't it wasn't wrestling, I guess. Yeah. Um, well. How do you start? Oh, I actually was uh, back when MySpace was still a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, now yeah, MySpace, and uh, I, there was like um, I had like my fan, my regular page, and then like my fan page, and I would go on like they had like little threads, I mm-hmm. guess, like yep. discussion boards and shit. So I was in like a wrestling one, and then I just went in there. And I was like, hey, does anyone know a wrestling school in Long Island? So I didn't even know how to look that up. Um, and someone told me about MYWC in Long Island, and um, so I'm like, all right, let's let's check it out. So I went down there. Uh, of course, like it just happened to be when I went down there, everyone was doing crazy shit off the top ropes. So I was like, oh shit, this is this is pretty dope. Uh, and um, they said, yeah, you're young, but you're athletic, and if your mom is cool with it and will sign off on it, then you can start training. So, yeah, boom, did it. So the NYWC uh, New York Wrestling Connection. Um, yep. So that's probably what 14, 2007 ish or so. Uh, Give I or think. T- was I seven or was I two thousand six? I don't know why my brain doesn't work. 
I remember I was I started the day after WrestleMania 22. Okay. Yeah, but that around, helps. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't help me. <laughs> That's okay. It sounds good when I say it. When I go like, oh, two th- I, it sounds smart. So around, it's yeah, I have a bad. I'm good at this stuff. It's okay. With memory. <laughs> um, but you're you uh, so you get in the New York Wrestling Connection. You're you're uh, you know you're building yourself. What what's going through your head? Though at the like at the age of fourteen, New York Wrestling Connection, you're in there training. Who who trained you? Uh, Mikey Whipwreck. Mikey Whipwreck, legend. Yeah, yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, what what? Like I can't even imagine. Like what goes through your head? You're in there training. Um, are are you thinking about? I don't even know how I say. It. Are, are there other wrestlers' styles that you're thinking as you're training? Like are you? Wh- like um, I was just more so like terrified of just everything. Like yeah. everyone's so intimidating, and then especially Mikey's so intimidating, and yeah. then going there and it's not. It's just I'm a 14 year old kid, and everyone else is like, you know, 20, 30, 40 year old, all in wow. shape. Like not everyone's in shape, but most people are pretty in shape, jacked up. And I'm like, damn, I feel you know right. out of place here. So I wasn't even. I don't think I was thinking about style. I wasn't thinking about a lot of things earlier. I was just like, let me just learn everything, and then I'll kind of start to really think about where I go from here. Do, do you feel it It came – I don't want to say do you feel it came easy, but do you feel what, – what was the, the biggest challenge at the age of 14 with Mikey Whipwreck, the NYWC? Uh, what was your biggest challenge? Um, Besides I mean, I being always, young. Well, Besi- like, yeah, well – yeah. I was always like naturally athletic, like I said, but um, I think it was just not being afraid. I was afraid of a lot of stuff, so I was afraid of taking a lot of moves and doing a lot of things. Uh, and also, you know, how the rings work. It's really like the bigger you are, the easier the bump usually is. So yeah. I was ninth grade, I was 110 pounds. So uh, those bumps um, <laughs> they definitely hurt a lot. So uh, everything hurt. A lot and i was just afraid to take a lot of bumps afraid i'll do a lot of things so it was just kind of getting over like the fear of that i'm not you know made of glass and i'll be okay you know yeah was there a moment that it clicked in your head like look i, I won't break like these bumps feel good maybe give or take uh not specifically because my first bump i ever took fucking knocked me for a loop <laughs> and knocked the wind out of me super hard so i was like all right well i was right these two hurt <laughs> yeah but, uh, I, think, I don't know. I think you just kind of get used to it. I, I don't have an exact moment where I kind of yeah. realized it, but um, yeah, eventually I just was like, you know what? I could, I could do some of this crap, you know? Why not? Right. Um, so, so obviously, obviously you, you, you did well, the training went well. Um, uh, what was the biggest thing you, you took away or the biggest thing that Mikey Whipwreck taught you? Cause he, he's a legend in the wrestling uh, the ECW training. Uh, what's the biggest thing you took away from him? Well, he he like he's someone that really emphasizes the basics. So, um, you know, especially nowadays, I'm sure you go to wrestling school, and a lot of wrestling yeah. schools will just kind of get you moving and going and doing this, doing that. Uh, you know, we weren't allowed to even get in the ring really until like three months in to training. We were all just doing chain wrestling on the outside, and once that was down, you know, perfect then you we get in the ring 
Um, I think I might have gotten in the ring like once or twice before then just to do like rolls on a day that he wasn't there. But it was just a lot of we're drilling the basics and we're getting everything down. We're not if you're not you have this down, you're not doing the next thing. Right. That makes sense. Smart. Um now you've been all over uh the New York indie scene, you've been all over the indie scene in general, uh Evolve, CCW Beyond, PWG House of Glory. Um I I believe I didn't hear of you or run into you. Um, I would guess hear of you. I never saw you, but hear of you uh, until the Beaver Boys, which is one of the greatest tag team names I've ever heard of. Uh, with Thank you. with yes with Reynolds. Uh, how does who you're with now? But how did the Beaver Boys come about? Uh, how we started. So yeah. Um. Alex started training probably about like two weeks before I started training at MWC. So um, we were, you know, same uh, level of uh, veterancy. Mm-hmm. Is that a word? Same level of experience. That's a better word. I don't know why I said veterancy. Uh, experience. And um, he was a little older than me. So like I said, I was 14 years old when I started training. So I didn't have a car um, until I don't think I got a car until I was like 17 or 18. So. Uh, I'd always get dropped off at training by my mom, and then Alex would always drive me home because he lived somewhat close to me. So, um, yeah, so uh, we just would always talk and go over things. And at first, it was actually – it didn't make sense for us to tag because I was, like, the the young, small, fiery baby right. face, and he was the, uh, the Hamptons living, rich, rich uh, dude. So it didn't make sense, but eventually we just kind of, like, slowly merged ourselves together and we kind of just pitched us tagging and you know doing stuff more as a tag just because we were really good friends we'd always hang out together we had the same level of experience and we just had really good chemistry together so i just was like a, a slow build into it yeah. but um yeah event, yeah i don't know i think the first time we tagged was um it might have been at a uh, <laughs> uh a camp show so a show just for kids at camp and we're just like oh let's just be all the heels the bad guys and um we're like oh that was actually a lot of fun to do so let's maybe start doing that other places and it just kind of worked out um do you prefer tag wrestling over singles uh it depends it depends like i don't think i prefer one or the other i just prefer the people that i wrestle you know yeah you know, it just yeah, it just depends on the people that you're wrestling and what's going on. I like to do a lot of I like singles as well. Um, I think there's more of uh, I wouldn't say creative freedom, but like it's it's only two people going over this match, you know, instead of four. Yeah. Or if you have like a play, you know, or this, so it's like you get you get a little bit more shine in there, I guess, more more stuff yeah. to you know, throw yourself off, but. Um, I still really like tag wrestling, especially when it's done right with the right people. Yeah, well, that makes sense, and I never thought of that. I I always preach, uh, in a wrestling match, somebody's gonna go over, and somebody can get over, and that's one and one. So someone goes over, someone gets over. But in a tag match, uh, you have somebody goes over, so that's the team that can go over. But to get over then two other guys, you gotta have two other guys shine also in the match. I, I never looked at it that way. Uh, so that makes that makes yeah, sense. It's a little, yeah, it's it's um, me and Alex are 
you know, we have such good chemistry. We're such good friends that yeah. I think we just, we work very well together. So, um, like even small things, like I, I've tagged recently with, or with other people. Uh, and then sometimes it's like me and Alex just don't care about certain things so much that, <laughs> that if, like, we don't care about who does this, who does that, yeah. just whatever is best match that it just, we don't even talk about it. So when I wrestle with other people, it's like, sometimes you have to kind of go over different things. Yeah. But it's with me and Alex, it's, it's great. Do you guys study other tag teams from the past? Oh yeah, of course. I mean, it's not like, I, I don't, we don't really get together and be like, Hey, let's go watch yeah. this together. But, you know, he'll hit me up. He's like, Hey, I was watching a lot of, uh, you know, just any, you know, these guys or these guys, yeah. and, you know, the American wolves. I was watching a lot of these guys. Oh, you know, yeah. And, like, He'll buy tell me, hey, watch this match. Or I watched, uh, you know, Benoit and Eddie when they tagged here. Watch that match, and we'll just kind of, you know, go over certain things. Yeah, you got a lot of Benoit in you, in the way you strike, the way you attack. Uh, Benoit, a lot of angle in you, uh, Eddie. Uh, I, I mean, I guess that's uh, the stiff, strong, quick attacks and uh, the size. But that, that's how I, what I take away. Uh, so that makes sense to me. Um, and we'll get back to the Beeper Boys because uh, I found something extremely interesting on them. But uh, you were in a, you mentioned TNA earlier, Impact Wrestling TNA at the time. Uh, and they, y- you had a, a, a tryout, a gut check, I guess it was called. T- it was, yeah, it was TNA gut check. Uh, to you, mm-hmm. was it, what'd you take away from that? Was it worth it? Would you do it again? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I love the honesty. No, I mean, and it was then, a, I, yeah. It was I a different. When I was like, yeah. Go ahead. Different. I mean, obviously, right now with AEW, so yeah, yeah. I would much rather be in AEW, right? TNA, regardless. But yes, um, I don't know. It was it was a good experience, but I didn't think like I didn't think they were really trying to find talent. You know, yeah. I just uh, different ownership, though. Just, then different different direction, right? I think I believe time wise, yeah. But yeah, I was I was did that when I was like twenty years old, um, and or maybe even nineteen. I was pretty young, but um, it just didn't feel like uh, they were really searching. Like they were really out there to find someone. I think it was just more of a money grab, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Well. It happens. You live and you learn and uh, regret nothing or something like that uh, from Empire Records movie. Anyways, I wanted to go back to the Beaver Boys um, because as I was doing my research, I, it never even occurred to me. And I guess this probably happens a lot, especially um, with, 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 with all sorts of indie talent. Um, happens a lot. But you and Reynolds were both on both on WWE programming. You guys were on uh, SmackDown, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. And I think you guys wrestled at Madison Square Garden, which is huge because you guys are from the New York scene. So what was that yeah, experience yeah. like? Uh, that was really cool. I mean, it was a good, I mean, just have a match at Madison Square Garden right. is just like that. That's what, you know, it's one of everyone's goal. Like, everyone has that goal to wrestle there, you know? So it's, yeah. 
it's definitely a pretty cool experience. Um, backstage was good that day. I mean, it went everything went really well. Um, so I was just happy. I was it was just like a kind of a a, a check mark, you know. And it was funny because, you know, at the time that we did that, obviously we weren't with AEW and we weren't in any contract. Right. And uh, our we're we're buddies with Tony Nice, and um, okay, he's like, damn, I've been signed with WWE. <laughs> and uh, I've never wrestled at Madison Garden yet, and you guys just had a match at Madison Garden. Um, so I thought that's funny, but it's yeah. um, it was just cool. It was just like a you get Mike and mark that off the check, you know, yeah. check that off, check check mark, off the list. But it. uh, you know, eventually I'd like to do that and have like a legit awesome yeah. match with AEW. At Madison Square, that'd be amazing. And it, it, the precedent's been set because you had Ring of Honor, New Japan. Uh, do do what they did at Madison Square Garden. So uh, the precedent has been set for other promotions to go in there and sell out and put on a amazing show. I I mean, we're talking about different times now, but I could definitely see AEW being there and doing that for sure. But yeah. the the biggest thing I took away was the Beaver Boys. Uh, now is this true? Because this is what I have written down. The Beaver Boys on Twitter were trending in the United States that night. Oh, I don't know. I didn't really look. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. That's what I I got that written down. It says Beaver Boys trending in the United States because of their match in Madison Square Garden. Uh, that's that's uh, pretty impressive to me. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Um, but speaking of the New York indie scene, which um. You were a huge part of, um, and now you're in AEW. Uh, there is a big New York indie vibe in AEW right now with a lot yeah. of the talent that's there. Uh, what was that feeling like when you first stepped in to AEW and seeing all the people that you knew, all the people that have been around the New York scene? Oh, it's just great to know, to see, like, you know, your friends and people that you've wrestled with and done stuff, you know, traveled with and, you know, just in the same company as you. So when we started, we went, we were technically, which I didn't know going into it, but we were technically just extras our first day. And, um, but it's cool when, you know, they're just like, no, 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 you, you're, you know, you're, you're in our locker room. You're chilling with us. Like you're like, like everyone I knew, I pretty much knew almost everyone there. Like there are very few people I didn't know that I haven't met there. So it was almost like when you do like an extra work for WWE, you, you know, you, you don't know anyone. Right. You're nervous to tell. You're kind of like, you know, just feel like you're walking on thin ice. But here was like a whole different vibe. Like everyone was super nice. I knew most people like um, it's just a different, different vibe. It was a lot nicer, you know? Yeah. And uh, I mean, it wasn't too long. You guys were there. Um, you, you, you did some, some matches early on, uh, in front of crowds, but I mean, it's not like, uh, I don't know how I want to say this in the, in the right way. Uh, COVID, uh, hasn't really affected the way you perform at AEW because you guys weren't, I mean, it started, it's been one year. So it was October and then this whole pandemic thing hit in March. Like you guys, like, I mean, you probably had what, two matches, two or two or three maybe in front of crowds yeah we didn't have a lot of mac i mean like when we started we we're basically like the bat not the background but we're not right the big play yep. dark order was 
Stu and Uno. Actually, at first, it was just us four. So if there was a tag match, it would be them, obviously. They right. would do most of the stuff. We were just kind of there. I think we had, like, a very few matches there. Um, but it was, um, yeah, I mean, we were in front of some, a lot of crowds during certain things. But, I mean, being in front of the crowds, is, especially AEW, their crowds are insane. Like, didn't matter what where we were. Every crowd was freaking awesome. Yeah. So, going in front of just, even if I'm just being out there and doing, you know, comp, you know, being ringside while Stu and Uno uh, wrestle, it was like, wow, this is, this is, you feel the energy, you know? But yeah. uh, now we're starting to get some crowds, you know, a little bit of crowds in there. So, you know, we're, it's a little bit better, but it definitely, anytime you can amp up the energy and it just helps us a lot more. But um, yeah, we, it wasn't like we were, we were wrestling every single week on TV and then all of a sudden no fans. We were kind of, you know, had, like you said, probably like two matches on TV before that yeah um let, let's get to the dark order um you guys have have to you and alex have decided to drink the kool-aid and of course. Uh, yeah right exactly and uh you're in the dark order and uh things are things are happening last night on aw for example um your name your guy's name was drawn you're gonna be in that fiddle yep. four way for uh the number one contendership uh that's that's big that's big because i know uh the dark order would like to get some more gold in their uh in their order in their faction i guess um when my question for you and i guess uh reynolds who's not here but you can speak on his behalf um when you guys win these tag titles Will you be giving them to Uno and Grayson uh, on behalf of the Dark Order? Uh, no, screw them. <laughs> the only person I would give it to, uh, but he won't ask for it, is Mr. Brody. So, uh, you know, if we win these, well, we deserve to win them, and we're going to yes. hold them. So, yes. and uh, if they want to have a shot at them, they can have a shot at them, but uh, they got to beat us for it. So, you know, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Next week will be very interesting. Um, a lot of different styles in that match. Yes, yes, there is. Uh, people I've wrestled, actually, I've wrestled all of them. So, people I'm familiar with. So it would, uh, it'll be fun. I'm excited for it. Um, I, I, I was extremely excited. I was watching last night, and uh, I see your name get drawn. Uh, you were extremely excited. And, uh, yeah, you should be. I would have been too. Uh, it was great. I was very pumped for you guys. I'm excited for the match. Um, and I have my Kool-Aid here. So I, there we I, go. Yeah, I'm trying to decide if I should be drinking it by the end of the night. And uh, What's that? You should be chugging that thing. I, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. We'll, we'll, I'll decide uh, when, the, when the show, when the night's over here. Um, but speaking of uh, drinking the Kool-Aid, uh, you and Reynolds are uh, the main recruiters for the Dark Order. If if nobody watches, uh, being the elite BTE, you know, on YouTube, you guys um, are the prime recruiters. Um, first of all, what goes in? What do you look for when you're recruiting? And uh, has anybody drank the Kool Aid yet? Yeah. Uh, well, first thing we look for, obviously, you got to be handsome. You got to be a hot. <laughs> Top two right there. 
you got to be beneficial to the Dark Lord. You got to have some kind of qualities that will benefit the group. And uh, have it, has anyone drank the Kool-Aid? Have you seen our biggest recruit ever, Sinbad, in the Dark Order? <laughs> no, no, I apologize. I don't watch the BET, the BE, I almost said the BETV. I don't watch BTE. You guys got well, sin. Missing. You guys got Sinbad to drink your Kool Aid. It's a member of the Dark Lord. Oh my God! How did I miss that? How did How did nobody tell me that? I've talked to three people that said they watch BT BTE. I said, "What do I need to know?" Nobody, nobody fucking told me Sinbad drank the Kool Aid. I mean, that is prime information on an interview. I blame That's you, big. Kai Tai. I blame you, Vanessa. We got Sim, got uh, Trent's mom. Trent's mom. Trent's she's mom in. drank the Kool Aid. Yeah, she's in the same one. The the same one that the Trent Trent's mom. Trent's mom. The she beat you, right? Beat me? Uh, she. She. I don't think she wrestled before. <laughs> that's true. It's true, but she she drank the Kool Aid. She drank the Kool Aid. She's in. She's in. What does Trent think of that? He's not happy about it, but you know what? It's his mom. It's, it's her life, you know? She can do whatever she wants. She can do whatever she wants. He laid down. I'm being told in the chat that you laid down for her. Oh, uh, well, she hit me with papers. Oh. And on her first attempt, she missed. Uh, <laughs> not very good at throwing again. Kind of two feet away from her. Uh, and then uh, Mr. Brody told me I should lay down. And sell for her. So I did. Well, that's good. That's good. Well, Mr. Brody told you. Mr. Brody. Yeah. How did he say that? Do you, you have a Brody? He said, he said, fall down for Sue. Well, you have an impression, right? Like, can you can you make it believable for me? <laughs> you fall down for Sue. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Um. So, yes. So, uh. Trent's mom drank the Kool-Aid. Um, are, are there any other plans? Uh, Sinbad drank the Kool-Aid. Um, is there anybody else that you have your eyes set on that should drink the Kool-Aid? We got a few people in mind. Um, got a few people in mind. I don't know when it's going to happen. But, I mean, you, you're going to have to watch BT. You're gonna, first, first of all, you're going to have to go back. I am going to have to go back. I think it was around episode. It could be maybe one or two after around two hundred though. It could be a little few after maybe I don't know. But you gotta watch. You gotta look at all of our possible almost recruits, and uh, we'll see. I got a few people on mine, but you have to watch. I I am being told in the chat that I don't pay for Zoom, and there is a <laughs> there is a a. Uh, little window in front of our screens let me go fix that and then uh, oh, no. i'll come i'll come up and wrap up with you look, look all these people that pay for zoom don't understand this uh as long as you don't have more than three people in the chat you're fucking fine with with free zoom okay you can go as long as you want you won't get shut off at 40 minutes three people is the magic number so everybody can just relax i just gotta walk around the bar and fix the freaking thing all right everyone just relax <laughs> Jesus Christ. Everyone, look at this. I tell you. I tell you what, John. Unhappy. <laughs> no one is ever happy.
We're running out of time. I have 10 minutes. They did, all they want me to do is upgrade. If they shut us off in 10 minutes, shame on them. What if I was what if I was teaching one of my students and I had to go over 40 minutes? They're just gonna kick us off. Anyways. Alright. Good to go. Good to go. Um so Sinbad, Trent's mom, Brody Lee laying down, drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm gonna have to go back and watch B T E, not B E T D, B E T. And B-T. Uh, catch up i've been told and i it's shame on me i should have done this i should have done this i've been told that you are the highlight right now of bet that's what i said that's what i said isn't it no no you t e b b t e that's that's what i let's touch everyone that's what i meant i'll go back and do it um my headphones aren't even working. Nothing's working now. That's what happens. Um, but what what I should ask you is, um, I'm not going to ask you how you saved Eddie Kingston's life. Um, and I'm not going to ask you how you laid down to, for Trent's mom. I, what I do want to ask you is, uh, I should drink this Kool-Aid tonight, right? Like I should join the Dark Absolutely. Order, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm going to do that, and then I'll give you the pervert. I'm not going to drink. I can't chug chug it. but Because uh, I don't know what it is. As I told Vanessa earlier, some guy drove up in the uh, 18, van, uh, 18 van and uh, <laughs> dropped this off at my house. Oh, that's uh, weird. It is, it's extremely weird. <laughs> that's going to be blood. If it is blood, whose blood is it? I don't know. Not mine. There we go. Down. All right. I take it back. I can drink it all. Um. Yeah. So that's good. Uh, Mr. Silver, we are nearing the end of the show. Um, it's been a great time. I appreciate the time that you gave us tonight. Uh, you went out of no your problem. way. You travel. You travel today, right? Can't you... Yeah. Long day for me. Yeah, where are you? Well, I guess you don't have to answer that, but uh, you know, Daly's place in Jacksonville. Um, mm-hmm. How long is the travel to where you are now? Uh, it's, the flight is two hours, and then of course we hit traffic on the way home. So yeah. that was like another forty-five minutes just driving home. Yeah. Uh, what I mean, you've you've done it before during this quote-unquote pandemic. Um, what what is flying like right now? Because I did it right before everything got shut down and haven't done it since. So, is it? Uh, it's not bad. It's, uh, I mean, I don't know why this flight wasn't like it today, but usually they, they'll leave a seat in between people. So, that's actually, like, very nice because yeah. I don't – I hate being next to someone. But <laughs> Me <today> too. <laughs> I was annoyed. And, of course, the usually we have TVs, and I was looking forward to watching something. But there was no TVs on this flight, so I just fell asleep. Um, well, that's good. That's how I hate flying. So that's how I would get through it. Um, you know what? I didn't, I didn't ask that. So, uh, there was a time when everybody was shut down. Um, is there anything you would suggest that people watch, uh, Netflix, Amazon prime, anything? G- give me something to binge watch tonight. Binge watch. Uh, I mean, I'm 
the stuff I started watching recently is stuff that most people have probably seen. Uh, I just finished. Well, I didn't actually. I had a few more episodes of it, but I am almost done with Breaking Bad. Okay, good. And That's I a good one. Recently, what was the second one? Dexter. Oh, you know what? Dexter's coming back too. Did you finish yeah, I just it? Saw that. Yeah. No, we're not. Even, I just started. Oh, it's coming back too for the uh, a final like limited run series. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah. I won't spoil it. Uh, what happened? Uh, yeah, don't do that. But yeah, um, it's gonna be great. Uh, some other stuff. Anyways, enough. Enough of that. Um, Mr. Silver, uh, I look forward to the Fatal Four Way with the Dark Order. Uh, I've drank yeah. the Kool Aid. I am now in the Dark Order myself. <laughs> we have done it. Um. Is there anything uh, – I'm going to give you the mic. You can put over anything you want. You can bury anything you want. Literally, John, right now you can say anything you want, and I will not interrupt. The floor is yours. Whoa. Anything, huh? Anything. No, okay. I swear to God you can say anything. <laughs> uh, everyone should just go buy my shirts right now. Everyone should go follow my Twitter and my Instagram, which are both silver – number and then just the one so follow those if you don't my twitch is john silver 64 oh i didn't know that you're on twitch oh see i interrupted shit you're on twitch as well huh what you're on twitch you're on twitch as well yeah i just started twitch i'm not good at it yet oh what have you done have you streamed anything yet yeah i've been playing PUBG. oh nice nice yeah, on on uh on Xbox or PC? I'm an Xbox guy. That's all I got. Cool, cool. All right, go ahead. Sorry, I interrupted. You did. <laughs> Son did. of a bitch. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, the shirts. So my shirts. I got some good ones. Um, Pro Wrestling Tees. And then we have some on my page, but more of the newer ones are on uh, the Being the Elite page. So if you buy them on there, you'll look good and you'll look pretty or you'll look handsome so you should buy those awesome you'll look pretty handsome or both or both exactly um anyways uh thank you for giving us the time tonight i appreciate it um and uh we look forward to your uh fatal four-way and all the stuff uh if i can buy one uh if i buy someone in the chat says if i buy one do i join the dark order I uh, know you have to drink the Kool Aid and go to join DarkOrder.com. Yeah, yes. Send me the resume. You gotta send the resume. Just... Yeah. He's got to drink. He, he's got to drink it too. He's got to drink. Get the buy shirt. Get to send me a picture of you in the shirt, and then I'll make my decision. Are you the final decision? I'm the 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 top dog when it comes to recruitment. Yeah, the top dog. This guy says he applied months ago. Well, maybe you don't well, have what it takes. I don't think I got his memo. Yeah, he didn't get his memo. Yeah, um, tell him by. <laughs> oh Bikes. man! One cameo right. also. Cameo as well. Uh, how does it feel to be the best part of BTE? I mean, why do you guys throw him questions and not? Could have thrown him in the entire interview. I would have crowbarred him in. Uh, how does it feel to be the best part of BTE? I'll answer it for him. Feels awesome. Go ahead, John. Your turn. I'm funny. I'm a good guy. You are a good guy. 
<laughs> I'm a silly boy, you know? Silly, silly, silly guy. And with a phenomenal beard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you get out of here. Uh, you've had a long flight, a long drive. Look at that. He's gone. Look, he don't, look, look. That's how bad we did of an interview. I said, I'm going to let you go, and he's gone. Uh, this guy's called the Standing Streamer. Let's go! Let's